One, two, and one, two, three, four. This week on the reverse stick, it ain't bringing back the bully, but we've got hockey on the radio. Uh, have we? Yeah. Real radio. Talked to me about the setup about like three hours ago, and now you bring it up as like you expect me to remember it. Welcome once again, what was I ladies to and gentlemen, to the hugely professional, the reverse stick. Stop saying that because people, start, you know, the people will start believing it if you keep saying that. Well, we're not entertaining apparently, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's only taken 192 episodes to find that out. It has. Thanks for joining us, folks. This is episode number <laughs> 193. I'm Matt Allen. He's John Lee. We I are. Am. You are? On the Rose the Global Hockey Podcast! Oh, brilliant Thanks for joining us. What an intro. What's coming up? Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm yet to be convinced that my voice will last the entire podcast. No, I've walked in here this evening, Friday night record, and I uh, said, how'd the gig well, go? It was we, we late. Were, we well, we've a, recorded late, because you, yeah. were having, you had a gig, and I had a, I had a, uh, yeah. a, a tour gig, and... Uh, and you well, went, nah, and you went, nah. Well, what do you mean, nah? Well, I had to pull out because I've got an issue with my voice, ah. right? which started last Saturday mm-hmm. in the game I was playing. Yes. Of hockey. Yes, well, good. Nothing to do with anything I ha- happened on the pitch, but I have a, a pre-existing condition. Condition, yeah. Yes, that's one, where my clavicle is not entirely attached to my sternum on one side. Well, you've had broken my... collarbones before, haven't you? Yeah, uh, I, well, yeah, I've, I have, but it's it's the actual clavicle, not the collarbone okay, broken right, like yeah, you yeah, might yeah. get a crack up here. It's where your collarbone, your clavicle, <clears> joins <throat> your sternum, mm. and that has separated. Ah. Um, and it, it, it occasionally decides to separate again and realign itself at a different angle. So uh, you're blaming your non-gig action and your uh, this, the short show tonight yeah. on a bit of yeah, on, yeah. on-field action. No tackle involved? Just, Nothing. Just, just, were you giving it a whack at the time? Oh, at least? No, none of that stuff was going on. Oh, I was just running along and I heard it go... Click, because, well, it wasn't click, it's more like a crack, but it, there's no pain involved or anything, there's no pain or anything, no release of pain either, I'm not in pain in any sort of way, shape yeah, or form. Good, good, I'm it, sure the listener will be just, delighted it, to hear that. It, it affects how your muscles in your neck line uh, up with your throat. Are you showing off with your neck muscles? Oh, oh my <laughs> neck muscles. But be, be assured, folks, tomorrow I'll be doing everything I can to possibly snap it back to where it was uh, okay, before. Right. Yeah, very good. Nice. Lovely that's work. I'm going, that's my story. I'm going with it, which is the theme of this week. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Have we got a theme? Did you win? I was also saying what, what was Did coming up. Um, uh, I'm not sure if we talked about that with our upcoming guest, Keely Dunn, of F8 Umpires. No, uh, because we talked to her for a long time and we didn't always have the record. No, we didn't. Press, no. Did we? Uh, Which is a good no, thing. No, it didn't win. Played, played a week. I turned turned down a game midweek. Did you? Well, you know, that really good grade that I've got the 15 the one minutes for. The you're not for. good enough for. Yeah. Well, excuse <laughs> me. I'm good enough if there's not enough players. <laughs> yeah, huh? that's true. You know, we've, we've all been there. We've all been there. Uh, but no, they, were, they, were look, they were looking like they had 14, and I was going to be player 15, and I figured if I only got 15 minutes when I was player 13, 
it's not worth making the 8.15 start to be player 15 and get five. No. Um, more pressing things not to Not when you are, are married with children. Yes. The, the, in fact, that was the only evening away from the hockey club uh, or, or day away from the hockey club in both venues over the whole week. Don't we love hockey, John? Oh, it's great. Did. Great decision. Oh. Yeah, we won two once and a half again. Yeah, we I was magnificent. We, we lost. Oh, look. But I was, I was still magnificent. See, this is the level of our professionalism. No, people can't see this. It's not on, on video, John. I was is just it? talking. Now, now you can press it. Oh. News. Now, I've got the big news this week. Okay, Matt. sure. You, well, but, you lead then, John. Well, we're going to lead with this because it's... Uh, well, no, actually, you've got the European stuff. I've got some European oh, stuff there. Well, you've got the European uh, finals okay. and I've got the well, let's do NCAA a quick, finals. Well, let's do a quick, let's do a quick bulletin. Uh, KHC Dragons in the Belgian men's competition Boom! won their 12th title seeing off Waterloo Ducks 4-3-2 and two, won over the two legs there Ducks and Dragons who you reckon winning that Well, we just go for the Dragons because Felix Denier they've was, got big Felix claws Denier. and they breathe fire and Ducks Felix go was, quack quack Felix was such a great guest on great the show day, recently uh, we've got to go for uh the dragons there, haven't we? Congratulations. Uh, snug. Okay. Uh, fire. Dragons. In Germany, the women's competition, Dusseldorfer have won their first ever women's outdoor final um, after winning the shootout over Mannheimer following a 1-1 draw there. Uh, in the men's competition, Rock Weiss Kohn. Um, now, I think when Tommy Alexander was on the other week, he reckoned they were probably the second best club side in the world at the moment. A rough well, ace. They won yeah, the red and the white. It's a great name. It's, it's a great, it's a great name. It's a great name. Star-studded side there. Uh, a one-nil win over Ullenhorst Mulheim, and uh, the big story there, I think, was. Uh, Vincent van Asch uh, winning his third European club title. And, of course, they're still in the shout um, for other titles down the road. So uh, good to see that they've got some sort of conclusion with the season there. Well, We're heading to towards the conclusion of the Dutch season, hoof class for men and women. Yeah. On at we'll, the moment. We'll see. Camp, we, uh, yesterday was the first, first game. game played. Yeah, it's a camp, Kampong and Blue. It's, it's a, a, a three-game series there. Yep. Uh, SV Kampong and HG Blumendahl are the two sides in the shout in 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 the shout in in, in a shout in for a shout. What do you say in the shout in the in yep, for the, that's that'll do. In for a shout there. Yeah. Uh, potential. So we've got the Thursday game, which was yesterday's game, uh, and with the second of three potential showdowns on Saturday. Mm. First place Thursday, second yeah. So that hopefully you can find some kind of dodgy stream online for that because it is protected a little bit. But I understand that you can uh, view with a, can, v- a VPN. You can go and visit your auntie, auntie in Singapore. Singapore. That's right. Um, we'll, we, uh, we'll, women's finals. Um, we'll come back to that. Though, no, women's finals, and, and, as we kind of um, expected, Den Bosch and Amsterdam uh, after seeing seeing off stick stick stick. That one. I'm not going to bother with the names anymore. Uh, anyway. Just don't do the accents. Hurtingen, but the Bosch, and Amsterdam. Uh, th- those 
bandy fans. Ah, yes. Into the finals there. Is any any signs <laughs> of the further deterioration of uh, Dutch men's hockey? No, because it's club hockey. We're not talking oh, about the internet. Yeah. We're not talking about the international game. Obviously, the club game thrives. Oh, what's, absolutely brilliantly. What's dying at a rapid rate is the standard uh, of the men's yeah, team. Terrible. I mean, what do you think about Dutch men's hockey, John? Well, second's coming. Second's good, isn't it? Second's good. Second's good. Yeah, it's creditable. All the time. Secures your Olympic funding. Yeah, that's it. Do you reckon they need Olympic funding? That's one of the beauties of Dutch hockey is they don't need Olympic funding. Mm. They don't need it. They would get fine by fine without it. They would get by fine. Just, yeah, they would it. just get by fine. Listen out. That's your European roundup. What about Did Pro we, League, John? What's been going on in the Pro League? We're talking about results. We'll get to Pro League in a minute. Brendan Creed got no, his first. I know. Uh-huh. Hold on, hold on. Did we mention that we've got a guest on tonight? Oh, I said Keeley's coming up soon. Oh, okay, good. No, before we get, let's get to results of things that have happened, uh, important things, i.e., the ends of competitions. Yeah, okay. So the NCAA. Do you know what that stands for, man? Yes, well, I got sent it through by uh, several people last, <laughs> last week. <laughs> and, okay, and what it does is, it stand for? Uh, oh, far, uh, National Collegiate Athletic. Athletic. It's collegiate, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're the expert. You're the social media guru. I've got to open it now. I've got to open it. Although yeah. I did get a message from someone else. I need to open. Yeah, yeah, open. Uh, Put you, it this way. The who, cares, MC... who cares? The top, the top dogs in USA college women's field hockey. No, wait a sec. The NCAA represents all. Oh, it's all, sports. Uh, it's all sports. Okay, but this is the hockey division. This, this is the hockey part of it all, and uh, the final boiled down to North Carolina versus Michigan. North Carolina uh, comfortably beat Iowa three nil. In their semi-final, Michigan a little bit tougher. Now this was an interesting story to try and read. Now Michigan won officially two-one over Louisville. However, scores were tied and went into two lots of overtime, and uh-huh. then to penalties. Uh, yeah, so that means in, in the in the laws in the, in the states when they go the, those. Overtime periods. Yeah, so they used no, if, to be in hockey. No, if there's no if there's no goal scored, they play for two hours per period. So they never played four hours of overtime. No, they uh, didn't. Before the, no, that's how they set it up there now, John. No, no, no. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. You're I'm, right. pr- I'm pretty sure. Uh, there were two lots of overtime, and then they went to four penalties. Hours. Now uh, I'm not sure because they referred to it as both shootout and penalties at the same in the same article. Yeah. It was one four three, which I assume gives Michigan the win two goals to one officially on the scoreboard. How all that works out, it doesn't really matter because Michigan went through to face North Carolina in the final, and what a final we had! Oh, wasn't it fantastic? I mean, I was up late watching it, John. No, you weren't. You watched the highlights later, didn't you? Don't doubt my commitment to that. Okay. Uh, Karen Shelton Stadium was the um, venue, which also happens to be North Carolina's home field. Uh, and North Carolina, well, the game is officially a draw, as the way I read it. Three all at full time. They went into overtime, and North Carolina threw Aaron Matson. Of course, Aaron Matson. USA the superstar. Win. 
Yep. Now it says surely she's, she's surely she's graduated by now. It it says she scored the goal from a corner pass. Uh huh. Now is that off a short corner or is that a pass she received from? It the could corner? be from a long corner. Well, anyway, but the long corner now, she scored. But the long corner no longer comes from the corner. Yep. Well, she scored unless it's in the corner. Hey, that that's the third on the trot. Mm. North Carolina have won three on the trot now, at home. Unbeaten at the uh, Karen Shelton Stadium, Stadium. so yeah. we should have known that was going to come along. They've won a lot of trophies. So is that their eleventh? Uh, yes, I believe it is their eleventh. Yeah. That, that is totally off the top of my head. If that's there was correct. some stat going right, yeah. around that if you had have um, if you had have signed up in 1977 or something like that for your four year course at an American college, uh, and every person signed up every year after that would have watched, would have had a North Carolina win in the NCAA field hockey in at some time in their four years at the college. And the people that signed up in 1977 are now 62 years old. So that's a fairly good legacy. They've won a lot of trophies over the years. I didn't listen to a word of that. <laughs> they, went, they went through the season 19-1, but how's this? Seven of their games went to overtime, and they won all seven of those games. So that And then what happened in the big game? They went in overtime. But this brings forward a greater point. Sure. What's better at the end of a draw? As we see in the Pro League, is it a shootout or overtime? I would, I would argue... But they don't have, Golden but they goal. don't have draws. They don't have draws in the stakes. And we, I'm not, I'm not an advocate of that in the regular league season. I don't think you need to have a winning outcome every time. A draw can no, be, a they, draw can be reflective uh, of the game. Yeah, I get that. But the FIH are obviously convinced that they need more than that. No, the, no, this is, because no, they've no, got this, no, this is a, bullshit. No, this is a USA field hockey thing. You don't have a draw. You will always have, you know, I a, get that. Uh, overtime. But, but, but the FIH seem to have, be of the same mind, but haven't gone the whole hog. They've, they've added this draw thing is so you don't really lose, but you don't. But you don't get so many points. So effectively, you lose, but you don't lose by as many points. <laughs> I think if you're doing it purely from a spectator point of view, I think the idea of playing overtime is far and with golden goal. And maybe you do get down to that penalties at the end. How okay, it works. Well, but well, I well, think well, overtime. Okay, so you get to this point. Overtime. Though. Overtime is a great thing in a game of sport. Any. Top level sport. But another thing, Any sport. Another thing that's put up by some people, though, is that if you're taking that model, then you also reduce the number of players on the field. So after three minutes, what? you take one player no, from no, inside no, out. No, 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 no. That's not overtime. No, 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 no. That's no. a different model. That is a different model. I'm talking 11. It's just overtime. Play another 10 minutes. Off you go, folks. Golden goal. You score, you score, okay. you win. All right. Uh, None of this player reduction stuff. That you're is talking, a completely you talking about different in, model. In finals hockey only or in general hockey? Well, that's what we're getting at. Well, because no, if you're talking about like general hockey, I want to I want to know how. But this you, is and, a I, No, no, no. Let me finish. I want to know how you're going to uh, schedule those teams to play that are supposed to be playing the game afterwards in the three o'clock time slot, or the four thirty time slot, or well, the six o'clock time slot. That's interesting because we could go back to the old style when in Perth we currently start our Saturday afternoon hockey at two p.m. We used to start at a one forty-five. Why did they bring it forward fifteen minutes to reduce the time between games? So it's not that hard to go back the other way, is right, it? Right. Okay. No, that's a very local um, 
but that's just an that. example. It's it's not that hard. No, now, but, no, no, it is. I'm on not, tur- on I, turf, it's hard. Oh, hang on a sec. I am not advocating. I am not advocating for regular league games. I think the draw is valid. As you do, I, I see it, but in finals, but to sort out finals, yeah. not not get to the end of regular time and just go, oh, let's go straight to shootouts. No, I think and, not. and I would I would suggest from a, a spectator point of view and an excitement point of view for the pro league, extra time with a golden goal is far more exciting than a shootout. Anyway, just a suggestion, mm. and a, to broadcast times really matter for the pro league. Talking on pro, given, given they're playing how many games over nine months? I'm not sure we've stepped out. They can't figure out I'm how not. to not make those games overlap. I'm not sure we've stepped out of news, John. Uh, if we haven't, we do have some pro league result news. We do very we do. recently. Wait, G- can I just play the sting again? Because I like saying news. Pro league news. Totally uh, pro league. GB versus Germany behind closed doors. At the Lee Valley Hockey and Tennis Centre in London. Well done to those of you who got your eyes on it. Some of you may have got your ears on it. Perhaps I did. We'll talk get about, to that talk, soon. talk about that. After. Uh, what were the results, John? Uh, the five, results. 5-3 f- win. I've got them up here. 5-3 win for GB men over um, the German mm. under-21 side. In, uh, well, I'm sorry. German under-21 side and expert goal-scoring goalkeeper Mark Apple. Um, in Germany. <laughs> I do like the top of the D post Mark Apple day. Uh, Good. Get on with the results. It was, look. 5-3 five, five, win. Uh, yeah, Brendan Creed. First international goal for GB. When was that? 12th of May. You know that, what? That game was it played. It didn't go overhead, did it? Uh, well, it may have. I didn't see it. Didn't you? Have you seen it? I saw the highlights. I got, I got listed as a PC corner. Anyway, doesn't matter. Good. You well got, done, you got, you got the bloody results like, there. What yeah, are you talking yeah. about? Look, 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 first game, the the men lost. Um, Great no, Britain beat Germany 5-3. No, two, two wins. Two wins for the men. 3-1 in the second game. Uh, the women, it was 3-2 uh, to Germany over Great Britain in the first game. And uh, Great Britain got the The win, 2-0, yeah. 2-0 in the second game. Probably, um, probably. Very hard. As you mentioned, I think Great Britain picked a, a strong squad. A stronger squad than perhaps Germany picked. Yeah. But you know what? And we discussed that. Players yeah, discussed walk out on the field and it's all even. Well, it's, but it's all for the pro league, pro league point glory, isn't it, John? I mean, what a hockey player would no, want to commit? No, it's for every... pro league percentage glory. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, You've got to aim for something, haven't you? Oh, look, it's great to see international. And look, both teams were going at it from, I must admit, couldn't watch So you didn't the, watch, uh, but you listened on the Watch.Hockey app, no, is no, that right? I, I, I've seen some of the highlights. It seemed from the highlights that a lot of people were going, you know, it was a fair dinkum game. They weren't stuffing around. The players, players never do. They just go for it. Uh, yes, I did listen on the what radio. Are you trying to We've be? We've got radio. Are you trying to be as ocker as possible this evening? Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, got a crocodile out the back. I've had a day of it. Amy Stew. I've had a day of it. Okay. No, I've boys from Port Headland it's, on a it's, bus. It's a clown mate. It makes me sound. You know, if it if it slips up, 
I get Ocker if it slips yeah. down. Can I push something European. back in? For, can I punch you or something? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you unleashing some sort of? You know? No, I'm fine. I'm, everything's good in my life. We're sweet. No worries. <laughs> um, got a one o'clock home game on Sunday afternoon. God help them. Curtin Uni as well. We're playing against. You're playing down in the nest. At the nest. Sunday. At can the I nest. Bring yeah. down? Sorry. Can I bring Dad down? Sure. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, do, yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, make sure you leave a few leaves. Just get a few. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, turf. look at the gutters around the field. We could find oh, them. Yeah, we, yeah, we could do a whole yeah, day. Yeah, um, yeah, that's very niche. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> so niche. It was a conversation between really me lo- and you. <laughs> you would really love it, though, man. <laughs> you got some leaves there. I'm picking them up, buddy. Maybe. Maybe you could come down and just film it and supply the, the footage to Keeley. Who we'll talk talk to soon on on the show for her to do some kind of analysis on uh, uh, how, well not just on how umpires um, behave to certain players because we all know who those players are, don't we, John? We do. What I reckon we should do is stick a GoPro on one of your opponents. That would be some really interesting viewing. I mean, no, you, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have to start talking around the local hockey community. See if Heathy, I'll get Heathy to put on a GoPro and record everything you and Heathy say to each other during a game. You don't think that I've recorded that shit already? <laughs> you are listening to the Reverse Team Global Hockey Podcast. Hashtag Glow. Oh, Po. Yeah, episode yeah. 193. And guess what? We've got a guest, Matt. And just in time for International Sports Umpires Day, the, you know, the annual celebration of international sports umpires and referees, but it's just umpires in the title of it, John. Um, we're very lucky to have join us. Um, the woman behind the FH Umpires brand. Don't know if you know anything about it, John. You're gonna, about, you're gonna find out now. Keely Dunn, welcome to the reverse stick. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think you may have made that up. International Sports Umpires Day. Uh, you know, there is a day of the umpire. Oh no, sorry, it's week. You're right. It's not day. It's week. It's a week. It's a, week, it's a weekly set. Ce- it's a celebration for a whole week. Ab- well, yeah, so many, sorry, Katie. We couldn't fit them all into a day. No, of course. No. What a great week to. Then to I have guess you, have it, it should show. be a month or a year. It should be a month or a year. To be fair. I have a feeling. Like an yeah. entire year. <laughs> I, I think that probably, it is for you, Keely. It'd be a decade. <laughs> You're <laughs> absolutely right. It's, it's a, a full-time, 365, 24-7, whole thing. Yep. You're absolutely right. Now, just taking, so, taking the mickey just a little a, bit. It's the cross I bear. Yes. Well, the, for, for new listeners who may not know who you are, and it's been a while since you've been on the show, what, do you, a couple of times you've been on before, do you, have you ever stuck it to John? Oh, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> I did stick it to John. Yeah, of course, of course just you have. The one. Yeah, yeah just you, the one. You, you stuck it to John. Um, but w- welcome back to the show, Keely, in episode one nine three. Um, for those that aren't regular listeners, maybe listening for the first time, can you let them know what FH Umpires is all about, please? Sure, FH Umpires is where uh, we provide umpiring education and resources for people all around the world at every level. So uh, there are regular free posts that go out around live streams where we have lots of Q&A 
And I also have a membership platform attached to it where I provide mentoring for umpires. And it's super fun. It's all about being part of a third team. And it's a really lovely, lovely community of people. I'm really enjoying myself. Okay, Keely, let's get to some rules straight away then. Let's test oh. your umpire brain out. <laughs> it, it's no. very early in the morning in Canada at the I moment, know, but John. Well, we spoke about this. Well, we didn't really speak, but there was a, a thing on the Twitter the other day in the Pro League game when Germany had too many people on the on the field. And um, yeah. uh, th- there was a, a tap. I'm going to call it a tap. It's not a bully. They had a tap to restart the game. Um, and a player was sent off, or the captain was sent off because they had too many players on the field. And uh, uh, I, in my my tweet, my immediate response was, why wouldn't that just be a free hit? And you did provide a very good explanation of why the team that was offended against, Great Britain in this case, didn't just have a free hit from the, the centre spot to start the proceedings off. But you pointed yeah, me in the and, right and... direction. <laughs> wow, then that must, that was a lucky strike on my part. But, um, the, the whole point being that having too many players is actually not an offense under the outdoor rules of hockey. It's just a bit of misconduct. And we take the captain's rules. I think it's, uh, rule six. Boy, I just happen to have the rules in front of me because I've been correcting people on the internet already today. And let us know when the rules are not in front of you. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Anyway, captains are responsible for substitutions carried about their team. So that's why Mick Cow was uh, very graciously requested to take a five-minute seat on the suspension chair. And because the T.O., asked the umpire to stop the game in the middle of the proceedings. No offense had been called. Otherwise, yeah. the ball hadn't gone out of bounds. The play need to be restarted with a proper 21st century bully. No. That you no. <laughs> Please just don't use Okay, well, thanks very much for joining that. us, Keely, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it, I'm here for all your rules needs. It's it's an interesting rule. I, I get exactly why that determination is made. No problem there. What happened if um, they had taken the at, at the moment they took the restart? Someone went, no, you got too many. It was called then. Would there be room for a free hit, or would they still restart it with the the restarting tap? No, they they restart with whatever whatever event had caused the temporary stoppage in play. Okay. So, um, but indoor is different because indoor uh. is great. <laughs> in indoor, it's a penalty corner against the offending team. Ooh. No card to the captain. I quite like that, but it makes sense because an indoor is such a small space, and if you're playing with too many uh, players, you're really gaining significant advantage because yeah. you've got – Six instead of five, or you know, five instead of four, whatever, whatever conundrum you're in at the moment. So I like that, and I, I like the the captain not necessarily taking that one because it's not not their fault. The interesting part was that I was having a conversation with a friend who reminded me that the real person who is responsible for substitutions at that international level is the team manager. So I stored that one away in my brain. <laughs> for future reference when I flip on and I put my other hat because I better not mess that up in the future.
So. You know what, maybe the person who's ultimately responsible, Keely, is the coach, and maybe we should think about sending a few coaches off if that occurs. Well, that, That'd make well, the game more interesting. Well, it can happen. It, it, anybody, well, on yeah, the bench, the, yeah, anybody on the bench can be sent off. That's why. Uh, oh, you'd know that rule. Well, you? no, because I was going to one day be a club representative for our men's ones team on the bench, and a couple of the senior players went, nah, we'll be right, it's okay, we'll, we'll work it out ourselves. <laughs> I was primed. I went through all of the procedures and had a long chat with the, the long-standing manager and I was just going to go in for one week to fill in for him. Uh, yeah, my own club mates thought I'd be too much of a liability. Yeah, maybe if you were dressed in the bag <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Okay, appreciate the support there. <laughs> um, Keely, you're, um, I've noticed you're on TikTok now, aren't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I have an account. Yeah. Are you and I have posted one video. Well, the le- most recent now. video you sent to me was very... Well, you sent the link to it. Are you on TikTok? On YouTube. Am I on TikTok? Yeah. Only 4 million view- um, uh, followers, mate. You? Yes. You've got 4 yeah, million followers. Hockey tricks and skills. Like, hockey's huge on TikTok, isn't it, Keely? I think it is, but I have yet to figure out how to actually harness that audience myself. I probably need to post. I've, I've heard that helps. Yeah, well, look, I've, I've just put a new song post up the other day oh, as I'm God. running around the hockey field singing a, a Fleetwood Mac classic. So I reckon just copy that and uh, it'll boost your numbers um, incredibly. <laughs> I'll get right on that. That sounds like a great idea. Um, so you're not only doing the FH umpires things. You've uh, you've taken on a, a new role recently in a certain national setup. I have, indeed. Uh, I was... Uh, uh, asked by the new head coach of the women's national team, Andrew Wilson, if I would join the squad as a traveling manager. And it's, it's really interesting. This is a setup that he's experienced in a few of the other roles that he's been in. And uh, apparently it's, it's quite beneficial to have an overall operations manager who is concerned with uh, arranging the hotels and the transport and lots of those things behind the scenes that can do that for the entire program. And then to have traveling managers who are assigned to each of the teams and they might have special expertise or bring different abilities to that group. And then they're responsible when the group is away on tours or in competition. So yeah, I'm extremely honored. It's amazing. And to have a coach like Andrew, um, Asking me was very, very, very flattering because I have a lot of time for him. He's a he's an amazing thinker, uh, very innovative, as the British like to say, innovative. I don't know how that came out, but it did. And, and yeah, it's it's going to be a really exciting opportunity. Oh look, he's a good hockey person, Andrew, isn't he? Oh, he's a great, oh, massively, great, yeah. great bloke. I wonder how he's going without having the siestas now, though. Not that he, <laughs> not that he did. I, I, I know, but slightly different climate. Oh yeah, he's no time for napping for him. He is really working hard right now. It's obviously with the pandemic, it's really affected all of the programs around the world in different ways. But here in Canada, it's with restrictions on coaches moving backwards and forwards and things like that. He's been doing a lot of work with the men's squad as well 
as helping the women. So he's been really, really busy. He's going to, he's going to need a nice little holiday at some point, but he's probably not going to get it for a couple of years. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm cheering him on. <laughs> Let's do it, Andrew. <laughs> so Keely, what's your first um, assignment? Um, well, the first assignment that is on the calendar is the Pan Am Cup next year in San Diego, Chile in January 2022. So that is the path qualifier for the World Cup. And yeah, it's, it, we are absolutely gearing the program, uh, to that qualification. We are going to be the next World Cup. We're very excited about that. And so everything we're doing up until that point is, uh, is preparation for that, but it's definitely a long-term plan because it's time for this program to 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 realize its promise and get onto the top tier events on a regular basis. Excellent, sounds good. What what else is going on? <laughs> what else is going on? Oh my gosh! Well, things have been busy with every part just because of uh, hockey picking up, obviously around the world. So d- during the Global health crisis, as Charlie Broom has been calling it on the broadcast very graciously. <laughs> um, you know, it was, it was a weird time for all of us in the sense that we had so much time to be able to do things online and to reach out to each other and do all these online seminars and workshops and, and live streams and that sort of thing. So that's what I've been focusing on the last year. But now people are returning to hockey and they're a lot more, you know, they're, they're, they're getting more engaged and, and, they're like, oh, I can finally put all the stuff I've learned into practice, and but they're out more. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, actually yeah, going to the yeah, pitch. Yeah. So it's it's a mixed it's a mixed bag as it always is. But I it for me it's really exciting because I'm getting a lot of great feedback from people that we've been you know talking with in the community and and working with, and they're able to go on the pitch and they're coming back and saying. That thing that you talked about on November 22nd in 2020, I tried it and it worked. And it's just incredibly satisfying to get that kind of feedback and to know that you've been able to make a little bit of a difference. Yeah. So and there's been I that, absolutely that, love that. that. There's that weight, isn't there, for people to be able to put it in, into practice. So um, it, it, it must be great for those who have had the, the time to, to learn and you know, watch your videos yeah. and all sorts of other you know, bits, bits and pieces that are out there. But... To, to get out there again and, and um, maybe not even realise that from watching the videos they pick that thing up, but just they just do it, let's say, as an umpire and they blow blow a decision in a certain way and go, oh, actually, I might have blown that in, in a different way, different way in the past, but with that, that <laughs> yeah. knowledge that I've just soaked up with it, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. It's, and it's great to see people yeah. back out on the field, field again. How, how are your knees? Are you back out on the field? Um, well, when I went out to the selection camp with the Canadian team, uh, I guess it's two months ago now, I, that was the first time I was out on the field really moving around since my knees got replaced. And let's say it was a little bit dicey for most of the time, but you know, it was really good the way because I just needed to get moving and just me wanting to do a good job was enough to force me into pushing a little further than I felt comfortable and going through some of the pain and, and all that. Um, I, I think I would have liked to have done it differently if I could do it over again, but it was, it was good to know that I could do okay. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to be able to return to play, but I know that I can return to umpiring now. 
And that really is, um, makes me, makes me happy. Well, if you can move enough to umpire, you can move enough to play walking hockey. And that is a return. <laughs> that, that is a return to play. Yes, exactly. We don't have walking hockey in this area yet. Okay. So well, that you... might be something that in my spare time that I could. <laughs> it, well, it, it's wholly <laughs> upon you to sort that out. Yes. You're absolutely right. Or I can just fly Alan Gormley over and just get him to do it all because That's the only reason Alan made it up. Yeah, and... The only reason he made it up was to get free flights around and about. He told me that well, himself obviously, in person. And, <laughs> and all the sports. He's doing all the sports. He could literally never be home and just be setting up, oh, I've got walking rugby now. Wow. And I've got walking football and, and walking, I don't know, uh, netball. Golf, and golf ball. Whatever sports. He could Ch- do it all. Judging by some, judging by some of his social media posts, Keely, I get the fact, I get the feeling that all Alan does is walk, and it's just a matter of whatever other activity he's doing at the same time. Because there's a lot of photos coming from walks. He's walking all over the no, place. He does walk, and it's on his private Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't need to share everywhere. that with everybody, though, do you? Oh, well, they can go huh? there and look for it themselves. Go and check a light. Go and I check wonder if you thought about. Him. Sorry, go on, Keely. Yeah. I was going to say, I wonder if you've ever thought about approaching like Garmin or even, oh. you know, Apple Watch or any of those, those pedometer trackers to sponsor events because it's a perfect pairing to have, you know, how many steps are you going to get playing your sport today? And that, that would just, no. Oh. Yeah, okay. Like, so, no, hang on, hang on. At, at 8.30 in the morning, that is inspiration. That's great. 2.5% to you, Keely. 5% to us because it's our podcast you're, you're saying that on. <laughs> Alan, you can have the rest. No, well, I'm, I, I actually had heard that um, Tom Hanks spent a lot of time with Alan before he made Forrest Gump. Right. And so there might be something in that. <laughs> Doesn't Forrest there run? Oh, he does run, yeah. He does, run, but, you know. Run, run, Forrest. Just walk. Run. Walk, Alan, walk. walk. <laughs> <laughs> I see a meme. Yeah. I see a meme in the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's so glow ho po. Just fits this show down to a T, John. Um, ho, po, you know, glow po po. You said last week, you Did bloody I? idiot. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what, what have you had your eyes on, Keely? There's been a little bit of streaming happening internationally and um, uh, across Europe. In the well, I believe final. Keely's had her eyes on a certain German player, judging from social media posts. <laughs> <laughs> I have indeed, although that was just a very small clip. So yeah, I, I, I think I first, th- that clip of, uh, Grambush using his hand to stop the ball from going through, that was huge. Everybody was talking about it and, and I'm still getting lots of views on the little YouTube short that I made to give out the answer on that. No, that, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. And it's kind of nice when things like that happen. I think I saw a moment that is going to turn into another one of those in one of the hoof class final matches that I was watching yesterday. But that that's just one of the games that I had my eyes on. It's, it's really been terrific. And I think this is what the pandemic brought to us is a lot of the organizations have realized, hey, we really need to get our product out there because our fans can't come and watch in person. So this past weekend, I watched some of the German finals on Twitch yeah. of all places. And holy smokes, what an incredible production they put on. The, the quality, the visual quality was incredible. They had 
they had a social lounge and all the sponsors set up and they had the coaches coming in and giving interviews and oh it was so professional it really put anything else to shame to be totally honest so that was really fun and then obviously pro league getting up and running this week i don't have you guys already talked about it in the recording i don't know but gb germany well, no, no, purely no, not no, yet. No, okay. no, no, we haven't recorded yet. So, uh, yeah, no, sure, we we discussed all of these things at the top of the show, Tim. <laughs> Time I mean, travel is very tricky. There's no question about it. Such a, some great points you made. I mean, basically, what I said, you know, when we when we started up. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, oh, no, it's stuff. great to reinforce the point. <laughs> of course, of course. And then with the the hook class matches uh, starting yesterday, so the first game of their potential uh, three-game series, I guess best of three, for both the men and the women. So it was Kampong and Blumendahl, uh, the men, in the very early morning for me, and then Den Bosch and Amsterdam, obviously, for the women later. And again, really great footage that you could get your eyes on. Um, if, if you were to get on a plane and travel to Amsterdam, you know, because Obviously, it's, it's kind of like going to see your auntie in Singapore. So you could get your eyes on that footage, which was really great. Uh, on nos.nl, nos.nl. I'm not yeah. sure how that was pronounced. So um, it's, yeah, it's been really nice to see this hockey. It's just, it's kind of sad because I realize that these are the playoffs for all of these top leagues in Europe, and they're done. <laughs> like after this weekend, there's nothing more. It's like, oh, damn, we were just getting started again. So. Um, I think that the Pro League is going to try, uh, the FIH is going to try with the scheduling to really fill in uh, some of the action as we're leading up to Tokyo with our fingers crossed. But um, it's, it's good to know, and I hope that the message can get out to hockey fans more, that they can get their eyes on a lot of these games. And uh, that will help with the visibility. And one of the things that seems reinforced to me by watching a lot of these games, Keely, is that they're, is a, a lot of strong support for that top level club hockey. That 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 is a model that can work. No, there's interest, it's, but how do you get your eyes on it? And it's difficult in some parts of the world. Oh, to, I'm talking uh, get, just get, about get crowds as well. I mean, these are games that have crowds at them. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And when you see that, and then you you understand that there's people who aren't local who are really interested in seeing what's happening yeah. in the Spanish leagues and the German yeah. leagues and, yeah. and that sort of thing. That's And and that's what we're looking for. That's what football has, right? Yep. I mean, people all over the world, for some unknown reason, follow teams in England, and you're like, why? But it, it, there, there obviously is a great product there. There's a lot of entertainment. There's appreciation of the skill. And then some of those players do go out and play internationally. That's how we can help both of those products because it, it starts with the club and then extends into international setups yeah. instead of the other way around. But what, what, what it's it's got to flow from the bottom up. What yeah. we've talked about before with that with soccer, though, is that the product is because of the fans, because they can put a, fill a stadium with 45,000 people. Um, that a lot of those people never played the game in their life, absolutely no interest in playing the game whatsoever. But that fan base is built up over a hundred years of history of people going along and watching it. That you know, it, it's, yes. it, it's it's something which is in people's blood. Yes, yeah, and passed down through families. Yeah, and that sort of thing. 
And we've so got the basis that, for that. That's yeah. high. That's it. We we have the blood yeah. links with hockey. Oh, we all agree then. <laughs> you definitely do in Australia, <laughs> all of you do. Well, the funny thing about uh, what we see with football, soccer, in this country is that um, there's, there's people that follow teams in Europe or England that have nothing to do, will have nothing to do with local league. Or, you know, mm-hmm. so there, there's a fan base here for English and European football clubs that doesn't translate into support to the game locally. And that's a really interesting scenario that, that's happened. I'm, I'm not saying that that's something that would affect hockey or whatever, but it might be peculiar just to soccer, but it's, you know, we're, we're a funny little yeah. media market, you know. And I think it's important to, to take that into account when you're trying to build a strategy to build your local awareness as well is tie into that and take advantage of it but don't um don't leave it out there just because it's not part of your country i mean create little ties with i don't know like call call your club team manchester something and and just hitch a ride and you know get into that and encourage the the symbiosis uh as it were, of, of the two communities and, and bring it all together into a lot of support. I think there's I think there's a lot of room for some innovation there that we haven't really tried out in hockey whatsoever. But I think that there's some promising signs. It's not going to happen yeah. overnight, but no, watching no. what I have over the last few weeks, I feel a lot more optimistic about the future of the sport as a viable commercial and um, recreational, just fandom sort of exercise than I have in quite some time. Well, that's positive. It's good to hear. That's what I bring, just a ray of sunshine from Canada. <laughs> There's not too much bloody yeah, sunshine you, in Canada. You got, you, you got any of that at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> very much so, very much so. It's, it is definitely spring here. So we had some snowy rain over the weekend, and then... Boom! Monday morning, woke up and all the trees had bloomed, and Moose. two days or they, they, yeah, well, all all the leaves had come out, and then two days later, all the flowers came out on the trees. So it's actually really beautiful here right now. This is uh, it's it's our beauty is compressed into a shorter period of time, so that we can truly appreciate the brevity, uh, the the that temporal nature. Of, of the you know, beauty of summer. It sounds, it sounds like the, the picture you've just painted sounds to me very rem- reminiscent of the, the time I spent in Lausanne. Uh, just before you, le- just before you leave us, Keely, what's the, the future, what's the future of hockey at the Olympics? Oh God. <laughs> oh no, dear. No, no, you don't have to answer that, please. You don't have to answer that. No, I mean, you, you guys know my feelings on this, this movement towards Hockey fives, and every time I hear the debate, other than you guys, because you, you know you guys and Bernardo self pass and a few other people, I think really have the the right of it in terms of what the dangers are and that sort of thing. And and I I know there's a lot of attraction for it as a developing sport, and that's what I appreciate about it. It's great get every small nation playing it, but you don't have to have a hockey fives World Cup. So that, because as soon as everybody else competes, as soon as the Giants compete, those smaller nations are never going to get a sniff at that competition. Nah. They're never going to get yeah. close to it. That's so cool. what is the point? Let's have all the development that we can and 
you know, play that out, but you have to get to a point where you can play 11s or you play indoor hockey fixes, whatever you want to call it. I just think we've got this great format of the game that would be even cheaper to stage than hockey five. And it's not being, it's not being capitalized on. And that's disappointing. I couldn't agree with you more, Keely. In fact, I'd, I'd do away with the terms indoor and outdoor. Make it 11s and 6s. Yeah. yeah because there's no yep, reason you absolutely. can't, you know, there's no reason you can't do either in either sphere. It's just, anyway. There are fantastic flooring options that you can now pick up and lay down just as, as tiles and things like that, like a, yeah. a sport court or something like that. And you can lay that over a ton of different surfaces in a far cheaper manner than you would for, you know, hockey fives, which still requires turf and requires bigger boards and more boards and more space because the ball flies over the boards on a regular basis. And, yeah, it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, the, the thing that gets me... So, yeah, with, hockey fixes for the win. Let's do it. With, with the rhetoric on fives is, is that... Well, you don't you don't have to play it with boards. You don't have to play it on this size surface. You don't have to do. You can just do it. Have it, which is what Except we can, you do. No, no, no. But we, but it's what we can do with hockey elevens or hockey nines or tens or eights or whatever. Yeah. However many people are there, you can set up your boundaries and play within those boundaries. We do it like just in training. You, you know, you'll set up six different goals across uh, a quarter of the field to do a training. You can do whatever you bloody want with it to have a bit of fun. Yeah. We we do it all the time. Yeah. Yes. But the problem is they want to make it an official competition so that those countries can then tap into government money, which is the whole thing that, John, that you talk about all the time, yes, which yeah. is we've got to get off the government heat. Yep. But this plan is actually making us more dependent on that Absolutely. instead of developing the product in more sustainable, independent ways away from the Olympics. It's it's a weird, you know, it's, it's kind of a paradox because we're trying to keep hockey 11s in the Olympics by making our sport less dependent on the Olympics. <laughs> but I think that, that it's, in the long term, the, the far better plan. But you've you, the essential question <laughs> John, you just jumping up and down here. I've been I've been sitting there for months trying to figure out how I'm going to write part three because I haven't quite finished it yet. And but you've essentially hit it there with the, the paradox of we want an Olympic, we want the game to have the Olympic gold medal and keep that history and everything with it. But we need the game to be self-sufficient and not reliant on the... The Olympic money should be, you know, a little bit more in the kit bag when you qualify and all that sort of stuff, like it is in, say, soccer these days. You know, nations do not mm-hmm. run their programs, their football programs, on whether they get Olympic funding or not. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And well, I, I'm happy to, to take co-authoring credit. I'm, I would not be mad. <laughs> I will and quote you. if you'd like. Hang on, hang on. What, are, are you a member of the Hockey Writers Club, Keely? Yeah, I'm going to quote you. You and Matt. No, I, no, actually, I think, no, no Keely, and nom- Keely was a, a nominee for both of us, actually. Was she? Yes. Oh, so she's already Did there. you? Sorry, do you know about that? <laughs> I don't, yes, my fault. You guys got included in that old malarkey. So there you go. Huh? And I believe by the Hockey Writers Club uh, bylaws, that you have to give me co-authoring credit, or else you know the union's going to be after you. So, no. just saying. I'll, I'll be I'll be putting in big quote marks around exactly what you said because I'll be able to go back and listen to the tape. No, that's that's Ooh, exactly no, right. no. Oh no, I got quoted in his last article. He said word for word. I, I don't remember saying a word of it myself. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's because you're always, you know, you're recording the podcast late at night over tired. an adult beverage. Yeah, yeah so. just tired. Big week. Another big week <laughs> this week. It's, it's <laughs> always a big week on a Friday. Did you guys get to play? Last week, did you, yes. Did you get to play at all this week? Yeah, Last yeah, week yeah. you did? Yeah. Yep. Uh, 2-1 win. Nice. Played at centre-half once again for the whole game, Keely. You'd be very proud. To the point where I picked out the opposition's best attacker, made made him my target, just tested him out a couple of times, you know. Well, you gave him him the ball. No, no, just tested him out a couple of times, you know, come up to, you know, face on. No, no, seriously. Then then picked him on a great little back-stick tackle, just... Like I picked you that night, remember? The, the one, the one time you got on the, the back. Oh, hang yeah. on, what's going on here? Don't someone stop ringing Matt? And then, um, oh, is that Keely ringing back? Kept... She's hung up because she doesn't want to hear my story. I know. Oh, no, I, she's still, I'm still, still here. here. I don't but, know what happened. But so I, I picked him, and <laughs> and brilliant play, pass well, great piece of play. I was very proud of it, and. Um, for the rest of the game, every time he got the ball and looked up and I was standing in front of him, yeah, yeah. he hit it yeah. away. Didn't take me on for the rest of the game. Right. Brilliant. Yeah. You were a danger. Oh, I was so intimidating. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely. But that's what you got And to no do. cards, John, right? No. Yeah. Hey, look, I must right. admit, and... my first two weeks of the season were terrible. I was gobbing the umpires and I got sent off in that first. And I couldn't <laughs> figure out what was... Because that's not really my game. But the last two weeks... In fact, I got praise from my teammates oh, after Christ. last Saturday's game for <laughs> not saying a word to the umpires. Okay. Um, I've, I've got a... Oh, I'm so proud, John. New, so sa- proud. new section on the reverse stick. Um, launch- Gobbin at the umpire. No, no, launching that, no. <laughs> launching this evening. Ask the umpire. Keely, right. Um, should I have been sent off? We lost 4-1, by the way. Uh, took the lead 1-0. Though. Okay. Okay. Um, a friend of mine from Southern River Hockey Club, Rob, uh, I think he's a VP there, Robbie, he's, uh, he was umpiring down, down my end. Um, clear goal-scoring opportunity for one of, one of their attackers, basically just the keeper to beat. I threw myself on the floor at full stretch with, uh, with my stick on the ground, didn't hit, didn't hit his stick in the air, um, but did manage to get my stick in between the ball that he was about to strike and uh, his stick... Stick about there. to strike that ball. Well, no, he effectively hit my stick, but um, no, no, your was, ball was your stick was in no, front of the ball. My stick was in front of the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's what's the penalty there? Jeez, uh, I'm tr- sorry. I'm trying to. <laughs> this is hard to visualize. For so me. the guy, um, the guy's having a swing. Um, I've I've I'm basically beaten, but I've thrown myself on the ground and. Swung the stick around at full extent, full extension, knowing that I couldn't quite get the ball, but I could affect his ability mm. to hit the ball. Keely, have you ever seen a bloke <laughs> chop down a redwood tree <laughs> with an axe? <laughs> I think no, that's I, what we're it's talking. Not, it's not, it was it was along the ground. There wasn't. There was no. So no, I stopped him. Right. Yeah, yeah. A short a short corner was given. Quite rightly so. <laughs> uh, and I and I agreed, and I I um I did say to only to, a penalty corner. I did say to Rob afterwards. I said, "I'm sorry, mate. I thought I was playing with my longer handled stick, and I'd be able to make it. But I I, uh, I was playing with the shorter stick today. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a fair enough no, reason. You should isn't have it? been carded. Well, I, 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 this is a new section, John. That's why this is ask the umpire. 
<laughs> okay, well, the answer from the umpire is I probably would have given a stroke and sent you off. But hey. uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> well done. Don't Keely stop done. spreading lies like that around the local competition. They'll oh, all God. be at it. I would love. You're describing this, and I'm wondering if this is a rhetorical question. Yes, yeah, totally it, rhetorical. He, I wasn't involved. Saying, <laughs> my stick. Stopped him from getting to the ball. I'm just telling the story. And, yeah. <laughs> Keely. I honestly. needed to stop him from shooting. Okay. No, that's, right. ha- that's how it could be viewed potentially by somebody. Keely, I would love to see you umpiring Matt Allen. It would be, it would be one of the <laughs> pleasures of my life. See, you and I would be fine because I'd know that you'd send me off in a heartbeat. So I'd keep my gob shut and just concentrate on playing hockey. But Matt wouldn't be able to help himself, would you? I was told by the other umpire I was lucky to stay on for some of my back chat. And I'm like, I questioned three of your decisions, and they are all shit decisions. <laughs> huh? I didn't question every. I didn't question every decision. See, that was what I was like in the first two weeks of this season, Keely. Exactly what he's described then, and I've I've cleaned my act up. But uh, I only got a card in the opening admit, game. It is it is funny playing with him though. <laughs> I imagine it is. I think that I, I would just invite you to consider. Yeah. Just think about whether you're really bringing more to your experience and the experience of your teammates and your opposition with all of that negative talk to the umpires. Now, if you're doing it with a bit of banter, I think that's awesome. Have some fun. But are you really, really producing better hockey okay, for you're, everybody? You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're assuming That's if, what I want you to You're, you're assuming about. a few things there. One, do I care about the opposition? <laughs> no. <laughs> Two, do I care about anybody apart from myself within my team? No. <laughs> and do I care about the umpires? Absolutely <laughs> not. And the worst thing about that is he's a team manager and he counts the fairest and best votes every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I uh, came second in last week's game. I've done his second game of the season with the team. We get second in the votes. Uh, I'm not greedy. <laughs> She's there somewhere. Oh, dear. I tried. I tried. I threw my best effort out there. Uh, but, like... hey, maybe subliminally or over time, this is, this is all going to sink in. And you're you're going to turn over New Leaf, just like John has. Yeah, sure. Get in touch with uh, your yeah. mates at the FIH Integrity Commission. Oh, no. <laughs> steady, steady pedal. <laughs> Uh, oh dear! All right, well, yeah, Keely, Keely, it's been a pleasure. Oh, have you got something else? No, I was just oh. going to say. You're going to wind it up. Thank you very much for the work you have been doing through the pandemic. We did talk about that a bit earlier, but you know, it's it's kept a lot of umpires sane because without games to talk about, um, they've got they had nothing really, and you provide them well, of course, with a lot they, of work. Umpires, yeah, umpires generally don't have any other interests whatsoever. Um, no, you know, they're all pretty dull individuals that basi- basically <laughs> you, you focus, one, focus their lives on, um, on yeah. umpiring. Yeah. Hockey, have have you it. not spoken to umpires before? Haven't you realised this? <laughs> yeah, well, t- to be totally fair, though, I have to say it was quite selfish as well because it helped me get yeah. through the pandemic as well. And it is helping me now. We are still, like, we are massively locked down here mm. in Calgary, Alberta, and... Uh, no outdoor sports, no outdoor canoodling with friends or anything like that, not even with family members out, uh, who are outside your household. So wow. it's been, you know, it's been really tough and we're, we're still in it. And just like some other areas in the world are, are still struggling. So yep. for me, it was a way to 
um, to help rally kind of a community around me and, you know, get more friends and just say, hey, everybody let's talk <laughs> because I'm really lonely. And I think that was the, the, the biggest the biggest thing, the most rewarding thing for me is just when people saying, you know what, it's just been really great to have uh, a third team to talk to and know that we're not alone and we're still out there, you know, together, just a little bit separated right now. So I've really enjoyed it. And again, you can always take some positives even out of the worst stuff. And that's, that's what we've gained, I think, as a sport is, is realizing that we can reach out to each other and we're going to be okay. Yeah, and I think you make a good point, Keely, too, that it ain't over, that this will be hanging around for a little while yet, and um, we've done really, really well to get to where we are in a lot of places. Other places are struggling, but um, we're all in it together, essentially, because what happens in one place is it ends up affecting people in other places. So, you know, um, it's been tough for everybody. As much as mm-hmm. Matt, Matt, Matt and yep. I have got away with it, Fairly reasonably lightly. Yeah, well, uh, and we look around man, the hockey yeah, globe. The man, you spit at me. How I haven't caught anything off of you, I don't exactly. know. Well, that's because I haven't yeah. got teeth. Um, but you know, we look around the but, hockey. But you globe. guys have been wearing masks every week. You tell us. Yeah, of course we do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, we don't have to. <laughs> we we only wear masks when Sorry, we have what, to. That's what, what what we're getting at is that we've our restrictions have been. You know, you we've heard? had a couple of lockdowns, but who's been talking? Nothing, we're able to go about daily life pretty much as we've always been able to do it. That was the intern, huh? Oh, the intern. Disgruntled intern, blowing the whistle. Mm. Oh, hey. The whistleblower. Um, Kelly, you mentioned team there. You are very much part of our team here at the Reverse Stick, and we appreciate your support as a Patreon subscriber to the show. Of course, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick to jump on board. Um, and we love all of the work you do, and you should probably go and, I don't know, go and have a jog or something now. Thanks for your time. I think you should get a margarita. <laughs> get a margarita, Keely. Put your feet up just for five minutes. Have a break. Kit Kat. Get a Kit Kat. Oh, Thanks, John. I appreciate it. And I do want you guys to know that you guys have been a big part of my, uh, oh God, <laughs> I was about to just really go overboard, but you've been a big part of my pandemic life as well. And just everything that you've done, you know, reaching out to the community and, and, you know, every week, this is my thing. I listen to you guys on a, on a Friday night or Saturday morning and it gets me back in touch with the greater hockey community. And I know that you do that for all the other listeners. So thank you guys very much for everything that you're oh, doing as well. That's very sweet, warm and fuzzy. Thank you. Yeah, feeling a bit gooey inside. I'll raise the sunshine. All right. Oh, thank you. All right, bugger off. Go on. <laughs> See you later. Play the sting. Love you, Keely. <laughs> Love you too. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. Chatting. Yeah, hockey. Miss, miss, hockey. Is she Mrs. or Mrs.? Just Keely. Okay. Why do you have to label people, John? <laughs> this is one of your... Honestly, this is one of the biggest things about you that frustrates me. The labels. You have to label everybody. And it's not right. I mean, you can't call people <laughs> fat, um, fat people um, just because they're a little bit weighty and they don't move so much in your back line. Why did I do that? Huh? Do you, we know you oh, talk, actually, yeah, I did, we, yeah, yeah. We know you're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fat centre forward playing on the fat fullback. 
I've, uh, I've got a few other notes down here, John. Australia versus New Zealand announcement. Great thing is, Pro League is coming back to Perth. It is. Isn't it? Except... A week after... A week, a week after the Trans-Tasman series in New Zealand. <laughs> I think it's a week. Is it a week? It's not much between not it. only that, they're playing the games on... Uh, on a Saturday oh, and Sunday oh, at 12.30, 30. 3 o'clock or something, isn't it? Yeah, just... yeah. And that's when we're all playing hockey. On the on the weekend before a general bye. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Oh, no. Uh, not the weekend of the bye. No, the weekend, the weekend before. Weekend, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the weekend before yeah, so the general bye. so if they put it bye. back another week, then nobody's playing any hockey and everybody could go and watch <laughs> it. Here, well, in Perth, here in Perth, FIH Pro League. Hashtag. Yeah, that's right. Look, I won't be going... Because I'll, I will be playing yep, hockey yeah, yeah, yeah. on Saturday. And guess what? A vast majority of the people who have huge disposable incomes in our game will be playing hockey likewise. Well, it's okay because our men's ones won't be playing because they were scheduled to play against Curtin University on that pitch at the same time oh, as these games are now. Well, we'll have to find out when uh, they get rescheduled re- re- for. I'm all right. I play 7 o'clock on the Sunday night. No, you know. Yeah, well, no. You know, no I'm not getting selected anyway, so it won't make any difference with it. Look, I, I, I get why the Sunday games, I, I still think they're a bit early, but I get why they're daytime games on a Sunday. And it, but Saturday afternoon. They're kind of being squeezed Seriously. in for the sake of squeezing them in there. Uh, there was a good point made as well by a friend of yours and mine, Mr. Ashley Morrison, uh, through his Not the Footy channels uh, on social media, that isn't this contravening... FIH Pro League rules about the friendlies being played, Mate, or are the Trans Hasman games getting full? Te- are they friendlies? Are they are they, are they full test matches? The full test matches. You can't then go and play a Pro League I game must, a week later. Surely, I must admit, I'm I'm a bit shocked that Ashley would be so upset about the flagrant violation of FIH Pro League rules by FIH Pro League teams because it's been going on since before the competition started. So the idea that they would hold dear to anything that they had prescribed is is a bit of a joke. But on that topic, why wouldn't those trans-Tasman games be labelled as tests? Because they always have been. The trans test yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. series, yeah, it's a goes series on generally every happens every yeah, year. Yeah. It might be in Darwin, it might be yeah, in yep. Launceston. But it, it happens, and every somewhere. year it's got test status. So why would it not? Yeah, um, it's something that it's a regular competition that happens now. People in other parts of the world will argue why it should or should not have a, a test status. But you could have been well, arguing it's cu- it's that for it's cu- a long time before it's now. Cultural. It's cultural, John. It, it, they're just test games. As far yeah. as, you know, going through this folly of them playing test games before they play the Pro League games and all that, you know, it's clearly blatantly in the rules that you're not supposed to be playing against each other. But it's COVID. Let's call it COVID, Matt. Mm. Let's be kind and call it COVID and hope that once the next Congress happens, which is only eight, Days away no. next week. No. Oh, yeah. It is. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Days away. All right. Get your votes in, folks. Head yeah. to www.fih.ch forward slash vote for president forward slash. Yeah. I don't think you can do that. Is it not there? No, no. You have to be like a dude or dudette that's been like nominated. You know, like an Or maybe the website's not. Let me just check if the financials are up to date to see if that's. I know the website's not up to, up to date. Financials are not there? 
What a surprise that financials for the last two years that should have been up there are not there. We're not talking just last year's financials, folks. We're talking the year serious, before like, as well. It's just boring, John. You know, what, what's going to be achieved by you just banging the drum about this, you know? Well, we might get hockey on radio, ah, which well, we haven't talked about yet. Shall we do it now? Greetings, you are listening to the. Greetings, you are listening to the reverse tick. I just muted myself. Yeah, I think I think I did. I might have. Am I able to do that at any time if I just press that? Um, that'd be fun. Thank you. I'm pretty sure if you just punch me in the head, that will mute me. But we won't condone that sort of action. I I love the learning opportunity. Mm. Um, yeah, radio. We had how how long have we been talking about radio coverage? For hockey, huh? and it's been just thrown up a week before the game. Oh, we're going to do a radio stream. A week? A week before? I'm yeah. not sure it was a week before the game. Was it? Well, anyway, that's when I anyway, noticed. That's when I noticed. Tell those I that may it. not know or reaffirm the knowledge that, that those that do know already have. What? About the radio thing well, through on, the Watch.Hockey app. Through the Watch.Hockey app, you could listen to the men's and women's game from um, Thursday night. This is the Pro League games. Thursday, Thursday night. How does it work out internationally? The second of the double headers. And, uh, Nick Irvin, and I'm really, really sorry to the gentleman that was sitting alongside Nick to provide the expert commentary. Your name slips me for the moment, and I should have written it down. Didn't John, bad me. John, John, but John Anderson. John, yeah, thank you, Matt. Um, Thank you, John. It was very good. Was it? No. no you just made that name up. Oh, see, trust you. Go on. Lay my trust in you. Anyway, the point being, it's great. We have, we, both of us have long advocated since we began, began this podcast. Oh, no. Since we began this podcast. Once we began this podcast. Since we began the podcast. Once we first began the podcast. And we were talking about the podcast back in uh, December 2016. And when we actually began the podcast in April 2017. I hurt my collarbone. We've advocated. We have. Radio coverage, yeah. and not only radio coverage, but the commercialisation of said radio coverage. Now, it happened for the first time with the Pro League, and it was good. Nick Irvin was in there, as we mentioned. No, Special comments don't give away too many ideas, because we've spoke about ideas. Don't, give, it, don't give anything away to anybody. I'm not going to talk about ideas. What I'm going to say is it was great that the idea is up and running, Yes, but it becomes the FIH to, if you're going to go that track, don't just play it lip service and do it for a couple of games, but commit to it. And by that, I I mean commit to the standard of the broadcast. Nick Irvine is a very good broadcaster. He's one of the best hockey broadcasters there is. No hands down. A lot of respect for Nick. Um, I think that when Nick listens back to that and puts it up against the tape of the game, he will understand that the, the changes he has to make between if doing a radio broadcast and a television broadcast. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to say nothing on that. No. Um, but there is a difference. 
And wait, think, wait, no, wait, there wait, is no, a but, but big we, yeah, difference. Yeah, no, but no, and, it's about painting paint the picture, isn't it? It's about painting yeah, the picture for radio. And Nick will find that self-evident because he yeah, yeah. is a quality broadcaster. Yeah. Now, on a reason for it being a positive, a plus, we must do it. We'll go back to a show two years ago or whatever when we were talking about countries that don't necessarily have the opportunity to get their eyes on a live stream, but. Countries like Pakistan, where they would gather around the radio in the 50s, 60s, 70s to hear their world stars go and win World Cups and perform on the world stage, they were engaged in the game of hockey. They were fans of the game of hockey, not because they could see it, but because they could hear it and they could hear the commentary of the game. Yeah, and that's, yeah. uh, I think it's a positive, a positive thing from the FIH to introduce it. They just need to be very careful around the old... Uh, at the Hockey Live and at Global Hockey Radio and, you know, the mix of all those sort of things. Oh, uh, both of those tags are available for sale at a okay. very reasonable price. No, I think it's on a, very, Facebook. a very positive move because, um, you know, it doesn't affect us so much, Matt, because we live on the other side of the world and... Um, well, not uh, from each other, we don't. No, no, but, but from a lot of this hockey action, like if it's happening on the other side of the world at the early hours of the morning, that's not so much of an issue. But if you're in England or Scotland well, you're in, or Wales you're in the car. Or, or in within that particular time zone, yeah. then it's... Bro- or broadcast, broadcast restricted. Radio, yeah, yeah, well, however it works. The point being that television commentary works when people can see the pictures. Yeah. And if you can't... Well, you get the radio commentary right, then you can syndicate. You can go to oh, sports mate. stations all around the world. And uh, commercial opportunities, but we'll keep that here. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. I see. Come and speak hey. to us about the commercial opportunities involved with uh, hockey radio broadcast. We, well, mate, there, there's... Just email Matt at the reverse no, stick.net email... or John yeah. at the reverse stick.net and we'll, uh, we'll have a chat. We can commercialise that for you in an instant. Yeah. Um, very easily okay done. yeah good all right there's a tick um but well not... done nick too it was great to hear you on the radio and um talking about hearing things but and the expert comments were really good too by the way from uh jack wilkinson yeah that... um sorry steve um steve phillips um podcasts john <laughs> podcasts lots of podcasts at the moment you went out oh, from yeah. flat and through hockey the podcast from tyron that's out um no uh, what's he called Teo, Teo, Jack McLeod. Um, half court, that's a half court press podcast. He's got Mason uh, Jade on the, 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 the moment they're doing some sort of six. Anyway, check didn't out half have, court, half court press. Did they win a Grammy, Mason Jade? Um, lots coming out as well from Talk Hockey Radio. Um, we've had a little bit of a break from the guys there and we've now had a barrage of four or five in about a week. Um, sorry boys, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Eventually, <laughs> with it. Um, he listens to him. What's great is uh, something's permeated. Something that we talk about, John, is permeated. Maybe this is where we, you know, the, the influence attack comes in with us, is we've uh, permeated Talk Hockey Radio, and one of their presenters, podcasters, who used to turn Mr. Dr. Batra in the most recent show. No, so, really. There we go. It's, 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 that. oh, that's brilliant. This is where we play. Uh, where is it? Have we got it on here? Mr. Dr. Petra, Mr. Dr. Dr. Petra. Mr. Dr. Petra, Mr. Dr. Petra. Mr. Dr. Petra, Mr. Dr. Dr. That was live, you know. We just we can just riff that stuff all the time. We could do it live. We just did. 
Well, yeah, no, we could, yeah. <laughs> but we could take the reverse stick live. We, you know, we could, we could play, um, Glastonbury. Small, small clubs. Well, we could probably, yeah, <laughs> Glastonbury Hockey Club, maybe, <laughs> at the same time the festival's on. Um, if you're a member at Glasto, uh, give us a shout. I reckon yeah. they probably wear green. Uh, the, the, the strip will be green. Can I, can I do a ripping guitar solo? Over sure. It? I, I, we've got an amp. I've got, I've got like a drum kit. Yeah, no, can, no, no, no it is, it is kit. a drum kit. It's not like a drum kit. Uh, no, yeah, actually, it is a real, yeah. yeah. And when Richard comes over, he, we've got a keyboard. Oh no, I've got a piano in there too. It's, and a bass, it's and incre- a bass there. I've incredible. got it all. Do come and we visit. We can do, do it yeah, live. Do, do come and visit us here at the Corbell Up Broadcasting Corporation. Some people have. Yep. Yeah. Well, not Mr. Dr. Batra, no. Mr. Dr. Dr. Batra. No, he's welcome. So we're not going to do an interview with uh, uh, Kudron, Make Hockey Great Again, or Mr. Dr. Batra before the elections. Is that because they both... Are we going to do a live, are we do a live show? Are we going to do a live show from the elections? Chill, if the time works out for it right, because it gets streamed, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's do a... Um, a clubhouse a, or a huge no, yeah, a clubhouse thing will be the way to go. We do a clubhouse live co- live commentary is it, over is, the top of is Congress. Congress being streamed. Yeah, of course it. Yeah. Well, is it? Well, it's got to be. Of how course. Else, how else? It? How else are the members going to be able to listen to? The, uh, well, it might be a close <laughs> thing. We might need some sort of special invite, like you know. We'll sort that out. Don't worry about it. Apparently, they're listening anyway. Uh. Yeah, huh? well, they must be radio. Radio, no, yeah. Probably I mean, can't be too yeah. far away. Not just those silly little bully, tap, bully, tap, tap things. Bully will be back for you. How no. bad is that? How, Tao, seriously, that's not a bully, mate. A bully is hockey one, hockey two, hockey three. That's a bully. When you just put the ball in and people go, eh, tap your stick, eh, carry Don't on. Don't tap my laptop a... like that. Let's just calm down. Um, <laughs> it's really late. The show's gone on too long. A couple of really quick things to get on to. Hockey Australia squad announcement. Ooh, it's tomorrow. It is tomorrow already, yeah. Hockey Australia uh, squad ama- announcement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rachel yeah. Lynch is back in the hockey ruse with those two spots. Those two spots. You've got the John, other two net, spots. Net now being filled. Oh, other one uh, spot. Savannah Fitzpatrick, no Ooh. Georgie Morgan. Um, and I'm just, this is just off the, uh, um, <laughs> off the Hockey Australia website because of course they were up in Darwin we know where they're in Darwin because I drove the the video and I his people did, at the airport did, didn't I did, uh, um, did, it, did, did Jack Russell have anything to say about these uh, Lynch returns to the squad after having her appeal into her initial non-selection upheld and Queensland striker Fitzpatrick who's, uh, returns to the fold after missing out on selection in 2020 the selection period for these athletes include the training camp in Darwin, a number of intra-squad matches and performance in our daily training environments at Hockey Roos head coach Katrina Powell. Across the duration, Rachel has shown herself to be up to international standard and has been selected on her performance in this <laughs> training block. <laughs> up to international standard. Okay, well, that's good. Oh, Jesus. Um, Scotland and Ireland, women, are playing... An uncapped test series. No. Uncapped game of matches. Bit boring, really. Um, I think what they need to do is call it the Celtic Cup. And the men and women. Well, you have to have Wales in there as well, then. Oh, dude. And you could call them test matches. Give it a name. Call it the Celtic Cup. Australia and New Zealand, they're playing the Trans-Tasman series. You could have test games. 
mind you... Is there what, too, there's too much at risk with the points, with the FIH rankings, mate. We don't want to do that. What upsets me is that any national team would be playing against another national team in, quote, training matches. Mm. Does that not rile you? Did Nobody I... knows what they're doing with it, mate. Nobody knows what they're doing with it. They're, un- they're, they're unsure about the consequence. It's all no. strange. Let's blame it on COVID. Let's not... I get Let's take in... advantage. Let's take advantage of... I, I get in the lead-up to a World Cup that in a national team might play a friendly, much the way soccer does, football, for those in those parts of the world. <laughs> Which parts? <laughs> the parts that call it football. Sure. Yep. Soccer. Yeah. Um, but doesn't there have to be some sort of primacy about national teams playing each other? They're playing training games. What's that? I'm it's sorry. A, it just mate, it, it dilutes. It's a friendly. It, chill out. No, chill, they're not friendlies. There's a series of training matches. It's just dilutes. Your product, and so many other international sports understand and respect that. But for some reason, hockey thinks that the best way to promote the sport is play a whole series of games between international teams that aren't going to be streamed and mean nothing. Does that make sense, mate? Yeah, it does. Um, I've I've moved on in my brain. Okay, I'll play the outro. Don't do that. I've got a couple of things to cover yet. Take that oh, down again. Oh, um, I've just got one quick valet. We we don't really do the um, the death of hockey people too much unless there's a personal um, connection. Mm. Um, and of course, we've lost lots of hockey people, particularly Ooh, in India, over yeah. um, over the past two or three weeks. Um, however, um, Scott Edwards is a Patreon <laughs> subscriber. Has he died? And, and no, he hasn't. But oh, he's, okay. he's, he sent uh, a Vale Meg Wilson um, mm, yeah. AM OAM nineteen twenty five to twenty twenty one. It's a, a pretty long um, obituary here, but uh, I like this. She she will forever be remembered for introducing the modified version of hockey known as Minky, which served as the introduction <laughs> to the sport for almost every junior player since the 1990s. And minky is still a term used today, of yep. course, meaning mini hockey. No ho in there at all, mini hockey. And it's something that's, we play a hook-into-hockey program. That's the the name for it these days. But minky is still the name that's, that's used. So, Vale Meg Wilson, and thank you for all of your work in hockey, and thank you for bringing us minky, because it's... Uh, it's a special little Australian junior hockey term, isn't it? We love yeah, it. It is indeed, and it's um, service the game well. Yeah. Uh, lost my stick after playing last week. Contacted the stadium. No joy. Well, they had a look. You know, I'm not saying they tried very hard, but they couldn't have because it wasn't there. So I uh, spotted a team, the, the team that played after us, same dugout. Spotted a player on the team, sent a message to the player. I suppose you picked up a stick, uh, uh, Atlas Redback, with a distinctive, the reverse stick sticker on there. Ah, thought that might have been yours, was the response I got back. Picked it up outside the fence yesterday. Uh, have, have you got that um, jingle of change sting for, for mentioning Atlas? 
Shh. I just thought you might have some sort of... Uh, do I know about this? It's a great stick. No, it's a great... It's, no, you do. You know whether... It's a great stick, but it doesn't have to send a lot of fucking undercuts in the air. You do this deliberately, mate. You line up, wake up, you just oh, go, no, oh, seriously, I'm, I'm going to fire this straight at your head, so every time I take a free hit after this, you're just going to wilt, even though they go flat along the turf. First of all, I'm going to apologise for that little swear just before, because that was unnecessary. Um, oh, is our Sydney listener going to be listening? Yes, young Janet. Well, I don't yeah. know. Her dad apparently said you can't listen past nine o'clock. To, uh, what is it now? Twelve twenty-seven a.m. Oh, she won't so be listening, won't be listening now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good luck tomorrow. Anyway, oh. I got a game on Sunday. Yeah, yeah introduced new bloke. Dave came down the club. Yeah, yeah. Talking about Dave, Dave before. Good. You mentioned good guy. Dave. Anyway, he's not. He's like, oh, I want a game at the weekend. Yeah, come and play with me. You're not getting part of the selection process, mate. Straight into my team. Oh. Yeah. Is this, are you building this side, are you? Have, have you now got your little claws in there? We're, uh, we're, we're building something special, yeah. special, John. Well, uh, I've already got you down two to one to win the first and best this year, given that you're managing the team and counting the votes every week. Yeah, probably right. 